Welcome to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio, president and founder of Mercurio Wealth Advisors. How would you like to model your retirement plan after a thousand successful retirees that have gone before you? Let's get started building your game plan for retirement with the man known as Louisville's retirement coach, Alan Mercurio. And now your host, Tony Vanetti. Welcome in. That's right. Retirement 360 on News Radio 840 WHAS. I am Tony Vanetti, your host, along with Alan Mercurio. How are you, Alan? I'm doing great, sir. Troy Bolton. Good morning. Good morning. Ready to go? All right. It is a beautiful Sunday, and we're ready to rock and roll. I want to remind you that this uh, what this show is about, which is getting you to retirement and through retirement, no matter where you are on the journey. If anything makes sense this hour, I want you to call 253-9366 right now. Kendall is waiting by the phone for you. She'll answer the phone and take your appointment. What do they get real quick, Alan, before we jump into today's topic for a no-charge assessment? Yeah, basically what we do is we run everybody through a process. We have a process that I think is very detailed. And basically what our listeners get when they come in is we'll go through a complete analysis of their current investment strategy. We'll Mm -hmm. include that all important fee analysis to find out exactly what they're paying with kind of pull the curtain back to find out what they're paying in fees to own the investments that they own. We'll break down their income plan. And we talk about this all the time on the show. The income plan is so important, making sure that you are going to have income after you stop working so that paycheck stops We want their income to continue, so we'll show you how that's going to work. We do a 1040 tax review. This is a great time of year to kind of break that out and see how your taxes are going to change with the new tax laws and everything so we can see if there's any money falling through the cracks or anything that we can put back into your pocket. Uh, We'll have one of our affiliate attorneys look at your will, your trust, all of those documents that are necessary in distributing your estate once you're gone, once once you walk out on life, as I say, to make sure that it gets to the people that you want to. And all this is simply at no cost to our listeners. charge for all that no charge and basically we're allowing you to do this to kind of give you some education about what you currently have and that's the one promise that we make here at mercurial wealth advisors is we promise that you'll leave with more knowledge about your current investments than you did when you came in so that's that's our goal is to kind of educate you on what you have and along the way we'll decide whether we're a good fit for you and you're a good fit for us and all of that and and that gives everybody a nice even base of knowledge to make a good decision 253-9366 or go to louisvillesretirementcoach.com all right guys on today's show how to avoid a tax bomb what do you want to do when you retire singer don henley the eagles will share a post tour plans with us plus at what age should you begin your retirement planning? I think that is a great question. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that later. But uh, there are some people who are so frustrated with saving for retirement, they simply say, forget it, I'm just going to die broke. <laughs> Let's not do that. Right. <laughs> On Market Watch, Chuck Chaffee uh, explained the problem with that kind of thinking. Dying broke is okay. If right. you run out of money before you're broke, that's a problem. Suddenly, you're not dying broke. You're dying as a burden on everybody else. And as those two things get close, if you're feeling healthy, but your money is not, you're going to wind up living your last years in significant financial distress. You know, the financial planning industry, they basically want you to you know, save an amount of money that hopefully you never have to winnow away. And if you're really fortunate, it generates enough. You can live as long as you're going to live and pass on a nice inheritance. You know, it seems like when you're at the bottom of the mountain, 
Right. <laughs> you're at the bottom of the mountain. You're going, we got to do this. Yeah, we got to climb this thing. But you got a lot. You got a while to do it. People could catch up pretty quickly. But if you start earlier, you know, it's good. What's he talking about there, Joffy? Well, I think that the theory that he's talking about is, you know, if, if you do die broke, that's not a bad retirement plan. I mean, I, my wife is, I've always kidded about what Leanne says. She she says that she wants her last check to bounce. <laughs> right. Or our right. last check to bounce. <laughs> uh, in other words, she wants to time it just right, folks. So right. That, that last dollar that we spend is when we're right. going to the funeral home or whatever yeah, but yeah. the reality of that is not very it's it's not going to happen right? right so we're going to end up with some left or or owing some and that's not the ideal thing so the idea is to build a plan to make sure that you're going to have enough money to make it through those those years now i met a lady a couple years ago and it's a sad story she came to one of our events uh, she came in to go through our process that I talked about a minute ago, and she had about a, if I remember right, about that about thirty eight thousand dollars left in her savings is all she had. She had Social Security, had no pension. She was eighty four years old, mm. and so essentially she was broke. Yeah. I mean, she had that thirty eight thousand. I mean, I don't know where she is now, but there was nothing that we could help her with. But right. the, she had that thirty eight thousand. And that's probably gone now. If she's still alive, which I'm hoping she is, yeah. then you know she's probably struggling. And the that's thing a, is, that's a nightmare scenario to a lot. Yeah, of people. you just don't you don't want to end up at 84 years old counting your pennies and and living on a shoestring. You make a very valid point because I was sitting with a prospective client a couple of weeks ago, and we always plan until age 100, 95, 100. And this person was like, "Well, let's plan until 85 because that's how long I plan on living." And I told him, I was like, so if we plan to 85 and you live to 87 or 88, then we look like the bad guys because those last few years are going to be extremely thin if we plan on your money running out at 85. So which side of that line do you want to be on? Do you want to plan for your money lasting longer or do you want to plan for the lower age, which I prefer for my clients to plan for longer? Yeah, and I think that that's what most people really want. I mean, that we have people say that all the time is, I'm not going to live to 100. I'm not going to live to 95. And that may be true. But we've talked about it here on the show before, Tony. I mean, I typically ask a question in our live events about how many people in here know somebody that's 90 years old or mm -hmm. older mm -hmm. and routinely get half to three quarters of the room raise their hand. Right. And five, ten years ago, probably ten years ago, I guess, I'd ask that same question. I may get five or six or maybe ten people in the room raise their hand. And, and it's just that we are, as a society, we're living longer. Health, uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, the health science has allowed us to you know, take more medicine to extend our lives longer and things like that. So we just have to plan for it. Look, and no matter where you are on the journey, if you are 40-something years old listening to the show, you're interested in, in getting retirement. Boy, if you start in your early 40s, you're going to be way ahead of a lot of people. Mm -hmm. If you're in your mid-50s and finally your kids are gone out of college and you're, you got the spouse and you're finally on your own and those bills are gone, now you could sock it away. You could do a good 10 years and live great in retirement if you get a plan together right now, okay? Yeah, they exactly. call them the catch-up years, right? Yeah. Uh, if you're already retired, if you're retired now, you still cannot put a, you got to put a wrench on it because you've got to figure out what's going on. The, the dynamics change all the time. So call 253-9366. That's Mercurio Wealth Advisors and get some advice. No charge assessment of what you've got going on and you can really catch up pretty darn quickly if you think you're behind and and you could do this of course part of that is getting a budget and figuring out how much mm -hmm. you're going to spend in in retirement you're gonna you know we, we need to know are you a big spender right. do you need to back off that in retirement or 
you might not be have to. All right. If there's one expense that almost all retirees worry about, it's health care. Yeah. Because we don't know what that's going to be, right? And yes, that includes wealthy Americans. According to a thefool.com, 73% of, of seniors with $1 million or more in assets are more worried about the cost of getting sick than anything else. Th- that's because you can't bankrupt from medical bills, correct? Right, exactly. And you, you, you have one episode. It's not life-threatening, but now it's a $300,000 bill. It could get there like... Yeah, so a statistic that was kind of eye-opening on this, uh, data from HealthView Services said that a 45-year-old couple today will spend $635,142 in today's dollars on health care costs in retirement. Oh, that's that over that's over $1.7 million on health care expenses. Wow, so that's amazing. the thing that you have to think about is that, you know, we do have things like Social Security, we have Medicare, and I think that a lot of people feel like that that medicare is going to cover all of their expenses and it's just a misguided thought i mean it's not going to cover all the expenses it's going to cover some and and probably the majority of your health care expenses but it's not going to cover long-term care it's not going to cover you know all of the things that go along with that so you just have to make sure that you're saving an adequate amount and the answer is really pretty simple you got to start early now folks you know some of you guys you might be bumping up against retirement age. You might be 62 right now and thinking, hey, I'm going to retire at 65, and you haven't been that that diligent of a saver. That is exactly why you pick up the phone right now, you call 253-9366, and you go through a process. You go through this process where we will actually help you understand exactly what kind of investment strategy that you're working with currently. And then you may know, but, I mean, we want to confirm that for you. We'll do this fee analysis for you also to help you understand what you're paying in those fees. We'll break down that income plan and how it's going to change at you know when you retire at 65 or beyond or earlier or whatever. We'll do a tax review to see how the new tax laws apply to you. And then we'll also do a review of your will, your trust, and all of the documents that go through that. And all of that is without cost to you just by simply being a loyal listener to our show. So give us a call at 253-9366, and we'll run, go through that process with you. Well, and I want to say this also. I don't care what age you are. You can get back in shape. Part of this health care is taking care of yourself. You put yourself oh, yeah. in that own situation. Now, look, you've got DNA. You're chasing cholesterol levels that you can't control sometimes because, you know, your parents give you that. But you can control a lot more. I met a guy the other day that that had a massive heart attack at 71, triple bypass at 71 years old. You know what he did? He went to the gym right after that and started working out with a group of guys in their 70s. He is now 85 years old, and he showed me a video of him doing 19 pull-ups in a row. Now, <laughs> wow. I, I, ha- I, I, work, I work out all the time. I don't think I've done 19 pull-ups this year. Yeah. Uh, and this guy did it in a row, okay, at, at 85 years old. He yeah. had a heart attack at 71. Okay, let's wrap your brain around that. And he got it for the last 15, 16 years, he's been working out and now can do 19 pull-ups. He decided, I'm not living my life like this. You can control those health cares to a uh, cost to a certain extent. Yeah, and I and I think that the the healthcare companies are really pushing that too. I yes. mean, we just we just changed our healthcare plan here at the beginning of the year, Mercurial Wealth Advisors, and one of the things that I implemented is we got a membership to a local. I'm not going to give them the name or say the name, but we, local establishment for for healthcare. I mean, it's a you know it's a gym and. 
all of our employees are going and we're running a what we call a healthcare challenge here in right. the office where right. I'm trying to get people to go to the to the gym more times every week and everything. But the thing that the incentive behind this is is the health insurance costs that our employees are paying themselves will actually go down if they can prove that they've been to the gym and they and they right. they go oh, these great. Yeah, yeah. incentives. Yeah, so the whole thing is is that you know, we as a society are pretty free with what we eat and what what kind of fuels we choose to put in our bodies and the thing is is that you can change that whole healthcare scenario if you just change make some different choices and look you don't want to be retirement can be i know we're really running long here but but (laughs) here's the thing once you get you retire some of your friends pass away your 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 kids move away uh, you're older. You start to put some weight on. At you become solitary. You you become and that depression sets in, and that's not the retirement you want. Right. Uh, you want to be in shape. You want to get your finances in shape. And how do you do that? Call two five three nine three six six right now. Two five three nine three six six. Okay. And then coming up in the next segment, uh, we're going to retire. What is a retirement tax bomb? I want to avoid one of those. Yeah, we definitely want to avoid It's not that. the bomb. That's good. This is the tax bomb. That's coming up next. It's Tony Vanetti, your host on Retirement 360, right here on News Radio 840, One of the most well-known songs from ABBA, that's 1974. That's the hit, Waterloo. Fun fact about ABBA. I don't know if it's fun, but it's a fact. <laughs> ABBA, the initials. Look, ABBA, for some reason, people make fun of ABBA. I personally like the band. Okay. I was five years old when this song came out. The initials, uh, ABBA, of course, from the first letter of each one of their names. They originally are known as the Fest Folk, which is a Swedish term for party people. The two girls in the band were super galactically hot. And the two guys were kind of goofy looking. I never knew that and, fun fact about and, ABBA. And at some point, uh, they were both married to those two guys. They both were married and to Yeah, and when the first band started out, one was married to one of them, and then the other one fell in love with the other one and married him while they were doing the tour and stuff. Not at the same time. And they, they did not last. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> they, did not last. they did not last. All right, people try to avoid the tax man for as long as possible, but there's only so much you can do to delay paying your taxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is That is called a ticking tax bomb. Mm-hmm. We need to be aware of that in your retirement here. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, 2539366 is the phone number you're listening to Retirement 360 here on News Radio 840 WHAS. I am Tony Vanetti, I'm your host. What we're going to do if you call right now, we're going to give a little incentives and we're going to talk about tax bombs because I'm okay. really interested in this. Tony Robbins has a book that you love. Uh, yep. 
It's unbreakable? Unshakable. Unshakable. Yeah. Okay, unshakable. So the book is actually, uh, Tony wrote this book at the about two years ago, I guess, and it's really his thoughts after meeting and interviewing the top 50 investment managers in the world and uh, just some of the things that you need to do as far as how to structure your retirement plan. Now, again, Tony Robbins is not a financial guru or anything. Most people know him as more of a life coach or a motivational speaker or something like that. Uh, but what Tony has done but with, with this book is it's we've read through it and it really outlines, actually it kind of mirrors a lot of what we do here, but it really outlines what you should do to set up your retirement plan, how to, to manage your investments, how to do it efficiently and keep your motivation, your goals in front of you and how to build this out. So what, you, what we'll do is we'll give that away. Let's do that. The first five callers right now will receive the book at no charge. We'll give you the book. Tony Robbins, Unshakable, 253-9366. Kendall's waiting by the, fo- by the phone right now. If you call right now, the first five callers. So obviously if you call, yeah, then, and I, uh, if it's busy, she'll go right back. Well, and I'm, I'm going to add something to that. You okay. Can, we're going to give the book away for, to you, but you have to go through our process. I think right. that going through the process and it doesn't cost anything other than a little bit of time but i think that the the key that you're going to get out of this obviously you're going to get a roadmap with this book but mm-hmm. you're going to also get a a written roadmap that we will uh troy to no charge assessment what you do Aaron, we, yeah one of our yep. advisors here will go through that with you and kind of help you understand exactly where you are okay ticking tax bomb mm-hmm. what do we need to be uh what do we what do we need, what do we need to learn here? well we just had this uh this new tax laws uh, brought on uh, to us at the beginning of this year. So mm-hmm. we're seeing how that's going on. I actually was just talking to somebody. Uh, well, actually, take it back just uh, two nights ago. My wife was talking to a good friend of hers on the phone, and she was talking about her paycheck. She got a little bit more in her paycheck. Now. Right, yeah, yeah. And I've heard a lot of people say that. We've had a lot of people come in the office here and say that they're receiving more because of the new tax laws. And so the thing that you have to concern yourselves about is – when are we going to pay this? When are we going to pay taxes? Okay, so the main main way that most of us have saved money over the last, call it 25, 30, 40 years, 30 years anyway, is uh, with IRAs or 401k plans, mm-hmm. right? We put into our, our money into these plans, and for the financial service industry has encouraged us to do this in a before-tax basis. So mm-hmm. we put this money in, we save taxes as we go by putting it in. Well, guess what? At some point, you have to take that money out. Right. And when you take that money out, it could create this ticking tax time bomb. And what we've uncovered with a lot of people that we meet with and go through our process with is that they've got these large IRA accounts or large 401k accounts that they really have no intention of using in their lifetime. They don't know how they're going to use this because their lifestyle has got to a point where they're making enough either through pensions and Social Security or just withdrawals out of the account and they don't really need the money. And what a lot of people don't realize is within their own employer plan, especially people that are, say, my age, 35, is a lot of people do offer the Roth 401k. So you can put money in after tax and it's going to grow completely tax free. So it's just knowing all the options that are out there and being able to take advantage of what you have in front of you. So that's why we try to set down paying with taxes now versus paying, paying taxes, taxes at now. The end. Basically, Alan always puts it, do you want to pay taxes on the seed or do you want to pay tax on the harvest? Yeah. Well, and I think this new tax law change has really given us incentive to do this. So if, right. we, if we're getting more in our paycheck now, just think yep. about it this way. If you're getting more in your paycheck now, now you could possibly afford to switch over to that Roth IRA, Roth 401k or whatever to put that money and go ahead and pay the taxes on it now. We all know that if, you know, during the with the current administration, we've had these tax law changes. And everybody, I'm a realist. I mean, if the, if the next president comes in, if it's not of the same party, then we'll probably 
change a lot of these tax laws and go back to some other different types of tax planning. And for every president that's in the office, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter whether you're Republican or Democrat, you're going to have new tax law changes, I think, from here on out. So while the my dad always said, make hay while the sun shines. So right now the sun's shining. we got a little bit lower taxes. Make some hay. Let's make some hay. Let's put some money in these, these tax-free accounts and possibly avoid some of this. Uh, is this also included? I think some people... They don't realize that if you do this thing right and you have enough of the tools in the toolbox, as we say, or enough of the buckets mm-hmm. of money that, or the different buckets that you get money from, that sometimes when you retire, you either match or even supersede what your salary was when you were working because you're starting to get a return on your money. Yeah. And then, you look, if you have that income coming in, you've got to pay taxes on yeah. that. you yeah. still got to keep an eye on that, right? Yeah, absolutely. And you, and you have to kind of – the thing we have in retirement, the freedom that you actually get in free retirement is it kind of – you almost become self-employed at that point, so you can kind of control your income, how much income flows in. I mean, the savings bonds, this is one of the things that a lot of people encourage. Actually, we did it for our kids, too. When, the, when they were little, we bought savings bonds for them. My mom and dad right. bought savings bonds mm-hmm. for them. Well, these savings bonds are kind of a ticking tax time bomb, too, because they grow without any tax on them. At some point, you cash them in, you got to pay all the tax on them. And then I guess the last one I'll just mention real quickly is really for homeowners. Homeowners, you know, you get this $250,000 exemption for singles or a $500,000 exemption uh, on capital gains for joint filers. But guess what? That's only if you've lived in the house two years out of the last five. So what we're seeing is a lot of people will trade their houses in later years of retirement. They might be able to you know, sell their house and put it into something else and maybe make some money on it. You have to be careful about that. Could be, could be a tax bomb there. Look, we, we feel like you should you know, pay your fair share. Pay what the government wants you to pay or whatever, that, but pay the absolute least amount that they want you to pay. You don't want to yeah. overpay the government. Right. Make sure your taxes are right. All right, listening to Retirement 360 here on News Radio 840 WHAS. I am Tony Vanetti. I'm your host. CNBC says an investor who pays a 2% fee on their 401k will run out of money 10 years sooner than those who pay 1%. That sucks, Troy. <laughs> How do I know I'm paying that two or suck. one? Um, you come in and go through our process. At, when we do our fee analysis, we're basically going to show you exactly what you're paying your manager and what you're paying for the investments that are inside your portfolio. Mm-hmm. What a lot of people don't realize, their manager might tell them, yes, you're paying a 1% management fee. But to own the products that you have, typically, a lot of managers use mutual funds. Fees on those can be anywhere from 1% to 3%. Three and a half percent. So just coming out of the gate to basically grow your portfolio higher than what you're paying, you have to hit maybe 2% or maybe three just to break even before you pay your fees and grow your portfolio. Yeah. You got to keep an eye on those numbers because they're going to chew into you. That's a dramatic, when people hear that, they say, is that even true? 2% versus 1%, that's that's 10 years of yeah. retirement money. Yeah, and I think that the – I can hear somebody out there right now saying this, well, what, I can't do anything about it. I only have one 401k plan. I have to invest in it. That's the right. only option I have. But there are th- some things that you can do about this. Now, I will say that over the last probably five, six years, I've seen a trend where most 401k plans are offering more of these target date funds where right. you can actually pick the year that you're going to retire and, and the account will kind of – manage itself to that date and get more conservative as you get closer to that believe me folks this is a trap you don't want to get into this trap because the target date funds are higher expense funds i can't think of any that's not but there might be one or two that's not 
most of them you're going to pay a higher fee for that that little service that you're getting there Mm -hmm. and you can do the same thing by having an actively managed index fund where you're actually managing the index fund or have somebody like us we do a we have a service called our 401k optimizer where we do this for our clients we can't actively manage your portfolio but we can put in place a technique where we're advising you on your portfolio and keep it very low cost. Two five three nine three six six. You're going to get Tony Robbins' book, Unshakable. When you make an, a no charge assessment, how would you like to plan your retirement after a thousand successful retirements? That's what they can do here at, with Alan's team. So you call that number. The first day you're going to get a risk assessment. What's your risk number? How risky do you want to be moving forward? And we'll match it to your age and where you are with your retirement. Okay. Then they'll look through at your assessment. That includes taxes, wills and trusts, everything involved here at Retirement 360. So 253-9366, no charge assessment, and you get the book for the next five callers. Call it now. Or go to louisvillesretirementcoach.com. What do you want to do coming up next here? What do you want to do when you retire? Eagle singer, singer, here we go. Don (laughs) Henley shares his post-touring plans with us. That's coming up next right here on News Radio 840. WHAS. It was this week in 1977 that the Eagles released Hotel California. Now more than 40 years later, they're still selling out concerts. But Don Henley revealed to Studio 10 what he hopes to do when his touring days are over. I'm going to write my autobiography one of these days. When I'm retired, I guess, as long as my mind is good. But I really want to do that, and I'm capable of doing it myself. How do we help your clients start planning what they want to do in retirement? That's... That's a fun thing to think about. Yeah, and I, we actually, uh, you know, we talk about this process all the time, but we actually, probably over the last several months, we've actually changed how we approach our first meetings. We used to come in and we would talk more about how we do this and everything. And now what we really do is we come in and we talk more about what the clients wanting do, want to do in retirement. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've mentioned it before, and when Troy does our classes over at L. One of the things that we spend probably, what, 30, 40 minutes on mm-hmm. is talking about that mindset change when you change it to retirement. Because we all, if, if you've been working full time for the last 20, 30, 40 years or whatever, you're probably working 2,000 hours a week. I'm sorry, 2,000 hours a year to uh, 2,000 hours a week would be yeah that'd be a little bit strong. <laughs> a lot of work be a little strong but the uh but 2,000 hours a year so you've got all of this time now if you re- when you retire you're going to have all this time to do something something with. yes and so one of the things when we talk do teach our classes is that it's not all about the money folks it's not all about the health care it's not all about 
all of that stuff that we talk about here on Retirement 360, it's a lot of it is about what are you going to do with the 2,000 hours? Mm-hmm. I think what a lot of people don't realize is, like you said, the shift in what you're going to do. Like, what are your goals in retirement? When we sit down and talk to people about that and ask them that question, they kind of look at you like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. You mean you're not looking at my statements? Mm-hmm. I had a meeting two weeks ago with a prospective client, and it was probably 45 minutes into the meeting. And that's usually about how long my first meetings last. He's like, you haven't looked at my statements yet. I'm like, no, I don't need to at this point. Yes. We go back in the room after our meeting and do our full analysis, get all that stuff done behind the scenes. But in this meeting, while I'm talking to you, I want to know what your goals are. What do you want to do in retirement? What do you want to do? So you want to travel? You want to spend more time with your grandkids? What do you want to do? Mm -hmm. Because all the analysis and all that, that's my job behind the scenes. Right. But while I have you in front of me, I want to know what well, and having a good idea of what you spend now is what you're going to have a good idea of what you're going to spend in retirement, too. I'm not talking about when you're in the middle of, look, I got a, I got a 12 and a 14-year-old in school and money and all that. Right. That's crazy. But you, before retirement, you have to do a really good assessment of what you all are spending right now. And you're thinking, well, I want to do this, so what am I going to need to spend there? If it's $5,000 a month that you're spending, then you need five thousand, at least five thousand dollars a month coming in, right, or right. or close to it yeah. after taxes. After taxes, so I mean, this is this is important, but it's exciting though, Alan. It's yeah. this thing, you know. What do you want to do? I've always said one of the best times I've ever had was when it was uh, when I was in my um, early twenties. I, I worked at a restaurant before I got into radio and television, and I, and I loved being a cook. I loved cooking, and I loved the, having the wheel wrapped, and I loved preparing the food for people. I in retirement, I would pro- I'm probably going to do that. I would probably do that on a part time yeah. basis. So that's know? the whole thing, and that, yeah. and and to Troy's point, and to the, your point there, is that you know when he said he was meeting with this this fellow and, and the 45 minutes in the guy asking well how come you haven't looked at my statements how come you haven't given me any advice on what i have it, that's the difference between mercurial wealth advisors and i think everybody else out here go. is that most advisors are going to focus on the tools mm-hmm. they're going to focus on the mutual funds the stocks the annuities whatever they whatever tool you have in your toolbox that's what they're going to focus on or whatever they're trying to sell you is what they're going to focus on what we do is we're, we're going to spend a lot of time in that first meeting talking about what you're trying to do in retirement, what you want to do. And actually, I had a meeting with a doctor last week that came in, and I posed that question to him. And we spent about 45 minutes just trying to get him to think about it. He mm-hmm. could not get past his career right? to think about what do I what do you mean what, what you, do I want to do? What do you mean retirement? what I want to do? Yeah. yeah, I mean, so – and it's hard for some people. It's really hard to think about – changing that that gear a little bit so i mean that's what i think that's where we help our clients and uh potential clients even if they don't become clients it, they, they, it, they it's also funny it. too some of those driven people also end up asking their companies ask them to stay on like a day a week or two days a week can you come in on mondays and wednesdays and just straighten things out for yeah. us yeah, yeah, and so yeah we just need you to do that you know my my mother-in-law does that she comes in on uh, mondays and wednesdays and they because she still they love the way she does the books uh plus she's a little strict you know just like the woman i married her her daughter uh but well that's another subject on a different show uh but you're listening to retirement 360 on news radio 840 whas i'm your host tony vanetti 253-9366 if you call now we're going to get you the tony robbins book unshakable so if the first couple callers right now at 253-9366 kendall's waiting by the phone if you sign up for a no charge assessment the book is yours a 401k is popular way to save for retirement these days duh that's basically the main way people are retiring in a service 
survey by the TIAA Financial Services, nearly half of baby boomers say they wish they would have put more in their 401k. What's your opinion about maxing out? Because there are limits, obviously. When you first get hired there, sometimes they, they look, you only put 5% in, and then the second or third year, you can put 10 But then towards the end, can't you put in more than the 15%? Don't yeah, companies you can allow actually, you? You, can, you, you go up to 25%. You can do a, can do a catch up on them. And, and my opinion of, of that is, is that, look, folks, we had a, had a caller tell us a, a couple weeks ago that, you know, we talk about the same thing every week and we kind of do, we talk about a lot of the sim- similar stuff, but, but here's the deal. You know, we've talked about pension plans going away. Only 13% of Americans have a pension plan right now, and uh, a lot of those are in financial distress. Right. So the, the You don't know for sure it'll be there. Exactly. So And we know that Social Security is also in financial distress. We know that by, by their own numbers, that by 2033, they're only going to be able to pay about 75% of their Baby obligations. Baby boomers, we love you, but there's too many of you. You're stressing the system. And the bottom line is, is that <laughs> it's all going to come back to what you've personally saved yourself. Yeah. So if you're not maximizing your resources, whether it's a 401k, a 403b, or whatever, or just an IRA, then you're probably missing the boat. I don't want to threaten anybody, but you may end up like the little 84-year-old lady I talked about earlier where you're you're running out of money before you run out of time. And that's the thing that you don't want to do in retirement. You want to make sure that you're putting money into these plans. And again, we talked about this in the last segment. The new tax laws give us an incentive now to maybe even use the Roth strategies where you can get some tax-free money built up. And I think it kind of goes back to what we talked about earlier is knowing what options you have, knowing if you have a Roth 401k option and how much you can contribute. When we're talking about maxing out contributions on a traditional well, 401k, you can put up to 18000 if you're under 50 and 24000 I think it's 24500 now if you're over 50 years old. That's your catch-up years. So knowing how much you can contribute, it's a lot of money that you can put back every year. Now, can everybody do that? No, not, not everybody can afford to put that much back. But knowing how much you need to afford your lifestyle right now, you can figure out what that number is that you can afford to put back and save. I think the important thing here when you're talking about the 401k is the advice I got early on. A guy told me, he said, max out every year. He said, look, you're going to learn to live on the money that you make. Your paycheck will come in and you'll learn to live it. How many times that we've gotten raises? How many times have you made more money and you got a raise on something? And it seems like you had the same amount of money, right? But you you know you're making twenty grand more than you did last yeah, year. Exactly. But somehow you adjust to that. You can adjust to ten thousand dollars less th- than that, right? So I mean, for me, my advice is and max that that sucker out uh, and learn to live without whatever it is. Right. Because you're gonna in ten years you're gonna go, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I did that. Because uh, then you can sit in the meeting and. And not be so uh, so aggressive. All right, two five three nine three six six is the phone number. Uh, give us a call. What do they get for the no charge assessment, Alan? Well, first of all, if you're one of the first five callers right now, you're going to get that Tony Robbins book that we talked about a few minutes ago. This is the book Unshakable, and again, it's a good outline for how you should address your retirement plan and put it together for yourself. Make if you're just doing it yourself or with a, with an advisor, it kind of gives you a a roadmap on how to do that. But but the key thing is, folks. This is the question I typically ask, and this is the, something I'm going to ask you right now. How would you like to model your retirement plan after a 1,000 successful retirees that have already done this? Well, that's what you can do because those are our clients. Those are the people that we've already worked with. We've helped them 
build a retirement plan that they're now comfortably implementing and using in retirement. They're creating the income that they need, and they're using an investment strategy that they're comfortable with. And that's what we want to provide for you. So give us a call at 253-9366. And this is what you're going to get. You're going to get a complete analysis of your current investment strategy. It's going to include that all-important fee analysis that really lets you see behind the curtain, see what you're actually paying in fees, and make sure that you're doing this the most efficient way you possibly can. We're going to break down that income plan. We're going to show you the day after retirement where your income is going to start from. How's it going to come out of your investment accounts? How's it going to come out of Social Security or pension or whatever? We'll lay that out for you as well. We'll look at your tax return and do one of our 1040 tax reviews and apply the new tax laws to this to see how you're going to save money with the new tax system that we have now. And then plus, on top of that, we're going to have one of our affiliate attorneys look at your will, look at your trust, all the documents that go with that to make sure you're getting exactly what you need or you have what you need going into retirement. That's an awful lot of stuff, Alan, for no charge. And we try to do this for a couple different reasons. We want to know that when we take somebody on as a client, that they have a really good chance that they're going to succeed in retirement. We right. want to make sure that we're not that nobody's going broke on our watch. So we want to do this for them, and it gives them a lot of information so that if they don't become a client, they can also hopefully have a successful retirement on their own. 253-9366 or go to louisvillesretirementcoach.com. All right, the last segment of the hour is coming up next. At what age should you begin your retirement planning? This is a great question. We're going to dive into that. Plus, how to be a tax efficient as possible with your RMDs. That's coming up next on News Radio 840 WHAS. If you flash back 35 years to this week, in 1983, 106 million people were glued to their TVs for the very last episode of MASH. It still stands as the most watched finale on any television series ever. Wow. Whenever I see a big pair of feet or a cheesy mustache, I'll think of you. Whenever I smell month-old socks, I'll think of you. The next time somebody nails my shoe to the floor, when somebody gives me a martini that tastes like lighter fluid, I miss you. I can't imagine what this place would have been like if I hadn't found you here. MASH was, again, the most watched television. That finale was, I remember it. I remember yeah, watching yeah. the last episodes. The helicopter takes off, right. and then uh, Honeycutt is riding off on his, on on his, his motorcycle. On motorcycle yeah, yeah, on the motorcycle. See, well, you the, and I are in that uh, well, the wheelhouse. Fun, the funny thing is, and we were talking about this <laughs> off, off the air, but uh, Leanne and I didn't start watching MASH until it was almost over. We watched the last few episodes, and then we got to that final finale show and everything, because there was such a big deal about it. I remember just being that all the entertainment shows were talking about it and stuff like that. So we, start, we did watch the final, and then we started watching the reruns. Right. And to this day, I mean, we can watch a rerun and swear we've never seen that episode right yeah look uh troy you're missing out i know you're sitting over there going what the <laughs> heck are you all talking about like i told you earlier i flipped 
past it before. I know what it is. I just never got into the it. The early years were fun for me because it was uh, Colonel Blake. Colonel Blake was the idiot colonel yeah, that had yeah. the hat with the fishing lures on it, and he never knew what was going on, and they fooled him all the time. Now, they replaced him with Colonel Potter. They came in, and he was like a, a, a strict like kind of general type guy. Uh, but Alan Alda, people don't realize, Alan Alda took over producing that show about two-thirds of the way through, and that's when it all got sappy and thinking and very California. Yeah, right? Yeah, okay? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> Right. You yeah. know, I, I still like the show. I didn't know that fact until you told me a minute ago. But I, I, I the show is to me is a classic. You need to watch it. If you All have. right. All right. Yeah. So, Max, there you go. It was a must, a must watch, by the way. Maybe and I'll go back still, and okay. Yeah. Watch the early years. Okay. All right. Uh, traditional retirement accounts are popular, but there's a catch. Starting at seventy and a half, you'll have to take a required minimum distribution. That's called an RMD, whether you like it or not. How do you help clients be as tax efficient as possible when taking these RMDs? You don't want to pay too much taxes. Let's say you have other income coming in that year. You're doing something else in retirement, and all of a sudden you're 70 and a half, which I'm, I want to thank the government for making it so convenient. <laughs> 70 and a half. Well, it's kind of like 59 and a half when you can transfer IRAs or 401K. So they just like to make everything difficult. But this actually is pretty surprising how quickly it sneaks up on people. Mm-hmm. People don't realize that 70 and a half, you have to start taking a certain percentage of your 401k out, paying taxes on it, and uh, basically putting it back in the system. So the penalty, do you know what the penalty is, Tony, for not taking your full minimum? No, no. 50% of the- Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Yeah. 50% 50 of the the minimum distribution that you were supposed to take out in penalty. Mm -hmm. Ouch. Yeah. So you don't want to mess this up. There are a lot of planning aspects that we put together for our clients, especially with the new tax benefits that came out this year with the standard deduction for a married couple doubling to 24000 That's $12,000 more that you're able to just write off on standard deduction if your itemized deductions don't amount up to that, that you could actually convert over from your traditional IRA to a Roth IRA. Okay, but here's my question. If I have a Roth... Fast forward me 20 years, have a Roth. Do I have to have a required minimum distribution? No, no because they, they, no. all the government want is their taxes. Yeah, and you paid them up front. Yeah, okay. So you never have to pay taxes on any of that growth. But what you can do, the um, maximum contribution on a Roth account while you're working is under 50. You're at, um, off the top of my head. A Roth IRA, you mean? Roth IRA. You're like, I think the most that you can put in is 6500 6, over 50. Yeah. So if you do a Roth conversion, there's actually no contribution limit because you're not contributing. You're actually converting a current IRA, paying taxes on that full amount, changing it over to a Roth, Roth account. Roth account, yeah. And then it grows tax-free. Yeah, so you can so theoretically if you're willing to pay the tax, I mean, you could take $100,000 out of your 401k and you could roll it over to a Roth and and pay taxes on the 100,000. Now most people aren't going to do that. Not but, that much. But I mean, the what do ad- people usually do with that chunk? They have to finally take out. Let's say people are cuz my, you know, people are in in good positions and they're like, "Well, I don't really need to take this distribution, but I have to." So I'm taking whatever, 40 grand out. Right. What do the people usually do with that? They well, just throw it in a checking account? Yeah, well, I mean, no, usually you don't go in a checking account, but it does go back into a taxable account. Right. So yeah. the thing is is you're taking it out of a tax deferred account. You're paying tax on it in that process and then putting it back into an account that you're probably going to buy the mutual funds or CDs or something with that's going to taxes on. You're going to pay taxes on that again, too. So or the, a, a life 
insurance policy, maybe? Uh, well, I mean, one of the things that we teach clients to do is because the the IRA, the 401k, that's really the worst money that you can possibly leave to a child or a beneficiary because there there's a statistic that's been a few years old now that said 90% of IRAs get cashed out at mm-hmm. retirement or when somebody passes away. Right. So you think about that. If you are get if you got you know $500,000 in your IRA account or 401k, and you pass away and leave that to your three kids, and they get a chunk of money, they're probably going to cash it out and pay Uncle Sam the most tax they could possibly pay. But if you want to leave them $500,000 and you take a required minimum distribution, so use your number, say it's 30000 or whatever, and you shift it over to a an irrevocable life insurance trust, and that trust purchases a life insurance policy that pays out tax-free, I mean, you can do the same thing. You can create a tax-free event and still give them the 500000 plus whatever's left in the IRA. Mm-hmm. Those are some good advices. RMDs are something you cannot, again, 50% hit is amazing. All right. When you hit your 50s, retirement can still seem far away, but what difference could it make if someone started meeting with you at that age rather than waiting for those last couple of years where they call the catch-up years? We, this is the number. When should you start planning your retirement? Like 10 years ago. I mean, um, that's for everybody 10 years ago. Yeah, everybody's 10 years ago. So if you're 11 years old now, you should have started early. Right. The bottom line is you start early. You start putting this money away. We talked about it a couple times already in the show today is that, you know, we know that the, the systems are stressed. The pension systems are stressed. The Social Security system is stressed. So the bottom line is when we get ready to retire, probably 70, 80% of the people that are listening to the show that's not retired now you're going to have to rely on your own savings. Mm-hmm. And if you're not saving now, not saving early, you could end up short. And even if you are saving, say if I'm 45 or 50 and I'm putting back as much as I can, I want to sit down with somebody and see if that's enough. I mean, I know I'm going based off numbers that all the experts say, but sit down, go through our process and see if you are saving enough compared to what you're spending and make sure you can retire at the retirement age that you want to retire. You know, Alan always says that if you want to, Playing your retirement after a thousand successful retirees, you can by coming into our office and going through our process because those are our clients. That's what Alan's been able to do over the past 30 years. That's what you've been able to do over the past 30 years. And then he expanded to multiple advisors within the past five years. And we're able to. And the business carry got better on. when you got hired, Troy. Is that, is Obviously. that accurate? <laughs> <laughs> Bringing the young guns. But no, it's just a. Another extension value. Well, and what it is is it makes sure that you know that there's going to be some continuity when some at some point uh, the old guy retires, right? Two five three nine three six six. When is that day, Alan? You think two thousand? Uh, you know, I know I've got another good 10 years. Anyway. I got you. 253-9366 is the phone number. You get all that stuff for no charge. And today, for the next three callers. You'll, we'll throw in a book. We'll go uh, Tony Robbins, Unshakable. You'll get the book also. So 253-9366, make the appointment, and come on in and see these guys. All right, Springer's around the corner, and we'll start talking about all that in the next couple of weeks. But get on your 401K if you need to increase it. That's that's a good idea to do it and just relive the, the show or re, uh, rehash the show here. Make sure you're, you're on your individual retirement plans make sure you get that uh, 70 and a half is an important number there so get that on okay so we'll see you next week i'm tony vanetti troy bolton alan mercurio this is retirement 360 on news radio 840 whas 
listening to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio. To get your free Retirement 360 game plan, call now, 253-9366. That's 253-9366. Look us up today at louisvillesretirementcoach.com. contacting us, we'll review aspects of your retirement portfolio to include suggestions on how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Donald Allen Mercurio and Troy Bolton are investment advisor representatives of Mercurio Wealth Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Mercurio Wealth Advisors is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Insurance licensed in Kentucky. 